This is a Rooster Teeth production. Rooster Teeth is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Uh, keep your private data private. Shut up, John. Uh, <laughs> Go to <laughs> expressvpn.com slash rooster to learn more. Thank you, ExpressVPN, for sponsoring Rooster Teeth. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm John. I'm Barbara. And I'm Gus again. What were you going to say, John? Share it with us. I was, we were just talking about hair being everywhere and Gavin and I were talking about this hair and I was going to tell Gavin that I had to trim this, all this back here because <laughs> it was just coming out. And mm. so it's just like just hair coming out of my neck, just so fluffy. So I had to like shave all that down. Just Does so it connect? Just, yeah. Like I, oh last time God. I went to Robert, like eons ago when I did the haircuts and stuff, he, he gets to that point and he's like, geez, you know, they, that's the last thing they do is they like shave that all down. And he goes like, I'm just going to pick a spot where to stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is where back hair starts and head hair this stops. This is where back hair starts and neck stops. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. That always feels so would, good I when would... you, you get a haircut and they like do that shape oh, part. Yeah, right that right yeah. there. So, so satisfying. I'll never know that feeling. That's what <laughs> yeah. my life. You could just get your hairdresser to just pretend, though. You could probably still feel all the the happenings on the back of your neck. I love going to the hairdresser, like getting, having your head washed and massaged by someone else other than yourself is a treat that everyone should get to experience once in their life. Man, my haircut's not as fancy as that. Let me tell you how far my social Go anxiety goes. I agree with you, Barb. I love the massage and and hair washing again robert my, my buddy who cuts my hair he does all that kind of stuff but i at the same time feel extremely awkward that even though i'm paying this person they're like washing my hair and doing that <laughs> i feel like like no other human should be required yeah. ever to wash my hair but me i'm a grown-ass washing my hair, wash my hair giving me a yeah. sponge bath you know just yeah. <laughs> really the whole I, nine yards i can relate john it no joke it took me years to build up the courage to ask like, I didn't want to do it. It just felt like so strange and alien to me. Then finally, one day I was like, I had to wash, you know? <laughs> like, I just screamed it. That was like Is that so not nervous. a given? Excuse me, I don't wash, please. <laughs> no, I feel like that's like, you got to pay way more for that. Oh, I got, maybe I'm just used to going like to female hair salons. Not that like any hair salon only takes women, but like the places I typically go to, that's just a given. If you're getting a haircut, especially, they wash like, your honestly, hair first like, and then cut it. 90% of mine have been a little bit of spray, bit of spray bottle, get it moist, and then just cut, 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 yeah. sod off in about 12 minutes. See you later. The reason I started getting the wash was mainly just to get like the the little crap out of your hair, right? So it's not like constantly following, falling and making you itchy on your neck for the rest of the day. It's like, oh, so they I, wash it after? Yeah, it's after. Oh. Like b the before is the spritz, like Gavin's talking about. And then after a wash no. to like get all the the crap out. Oh, you're not living until like go to a nice salon where they literally give you like a five minute scalp massage as they're washing your hair. That sounds life changing. Amazing. Although there are some places and some hairdressers I've had who uh, I think I don't know if they massage people's heads that are just made out of metal or something like that, but they <laughs> squeeze so hard where you're just like, those are my temples. Oh, I can't see anything now. Like, yeah. no, dude, Robert massaging my head and what, and like, he was like, he would do pressure point stuff. I swear it's like opening up 
chakras that don't exist and and <laughs> passageways in my in my uh nasal system that i didn't know i had just it's fantastic opening your third eye yeah <laughs> fourth eye even you? it was just fantastic <laughs> at, at his old salon he's not there anymore it it closed uh i can't remember if it was pre or post covid but they even had like a separate little room that was like the zen room that the lighting was low there was like zen sounds and music happening and we'd go in there it'd be all quiet and everything it was just the best part and then we'd go back out into the bright light of day and cut my hair mm-hmm. i feel oh, like right. uh, getting my hair cut england in like uh all, all the ones in tame all the barbershops were just the chattiest mofs and they'd always be full so you get you, your hair being cut and be like, yeah, and then he said, right, he came round and he was like, he, he's like chucking all this shit all over. And I'm just like, let's get this. <laughs> not, not relaxing in any way. Probably my least favorite thing to do. Does do you remember? Go ahead, John. I was just, just going to ask, do you guys remember that Ray got so relaxed at the haircut once he <laughs> fell asleep? Yes. How could we forget? And then, and then woke up with the wrong haircut. <laughs> That's classic. I feel like I still got to call bullshit on that whole situation. How I don't understand how anyone could fall I, asleep. I could, I could absolutely fall asleep. I like before I started using my CPAP, I, uh, I my sleep was so bad at night that uh, during the day, if I closed my eyes, I would fall asleep almost instantly. And there were times wow. sitting in the barber chair where with my eyes closed, I would like be on the verge of nodding off. So was your I head could... like, yeah, but Do maybe the, they just worked around it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I can imagine it happening. I can imagine Ray waking up and being like, "All right, sweet. See you. Thanks for that. See you later." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> great. I love it. You got to think about like Ray's sleeping habits, especially like this is probably like six, seven years ago, uh, and like he, probably how much he was staying up late and just had erratic sleep habits. So he probably just was like, "Yep, just nodded off." I, I remember when we when we started the Let's Play channel, we started just saying let's play into the mics and then we would have them play over the the uh logo on the old intro and i, I thought it was i thought it was cool to like document it so i filmed us all doing a few that we didn't use them all but i look back at it recently well when i, I posted on my vimeo i think because i didn't know where to put it but ray has the thumb haircut in that footage <laughs> and we're leading it and go let's play I love how he also, he got it, was it the day before or the day of our company picture, too? <laughs> it's like forever uh, cemented in Rooster Teeth history as that photo. He's, oh he's, had, he's had a bit of a, of a glow up. I'll give him credit to Ray. He's he's dressing well. He, he, he takes care of his hair. We haven't seen the thumb hair uh, <laughs> for a while now. Oh, um, he's, he's, he's a big boy. He's very... He's very happy and healthy, and, and I think he's doing well. So I, I give him props for the glow up. I feel well, I, like Gus also had a good glow up, I got to say. Like, looking back at Gus's uh, clothing choices from early day rooster teeth, and then, like, all of a sudden, I don't know what happened. It, like, you started uh, dressing real good. What happened real was good. I could start sleeping. <laughs> I think the early days, it was just, like, so hectic. There was no time for anything. And also, uh, finally, we started getting enough help where I could think about those things. But also, the early days now, at this point, the early days of Rooster Teeth are a completely different fashion period. That's true. Right. That's what they are now. Like, so much time has passed. Yeah, was... but even but even during that period, Gus wasn't in the fashion. Oh, he, was yeah. still, <laughs> so, he was still so thank, uh, next to fashion. Thank you, Barbara. I appreciate it. Um, I, well, I, 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 we, um, I did a TikTok recently where I took some articles of clothing from the Rooster store and I tried to mimic all of our 
uh, oh, clothing yeah, yeah. styles in the, the core group. And to mimic Gus's style, I put on a nice pair of pants, um, some very slick shoes, um, and and wore the sweater. And like, it was, I mean, I had, you know, to put it in a, in a descriptive word, I had to look respectable to look like I'm, us. I'm uh, I'm actually not wearing nice shoes right now. I'm wearing slippers that are so old that they're tearing. They're falling. They're falling apart. <laughs> That's allowed. You're in your house. <laughs> if you were wearing nice shoes to do this podcast this morning, which I, I don't know if we've mentioned we're pre-recording oh, we're pre this. Yeah, we're pre-taped. <laughs> yeah, this is in the I would morning. question you. Yeah, that'd be, a little, you. that'd be a little strange. Um, when Gavin was talking about a chatty barbershop that he used to go to, that reminded me. I don't know if anybody else... Does anybody else watch the, the TV show Atlanta? Uh, it's on I, FX. I've watched uh, the first season. Okay, it's amazing. You should really watch season two. Season two is incredible. Very good. I know. I, it's great. one of those ones that I need to go back and finish. Great show. But uh, there's an episode in season two that takes place uh, in a barbershop. And it's kind of like you're talking about Gavin, like the barber's super chatty and uh, kind of seemingly kind of distracted. And I read a behind the scenes thing about that episode recently where the actor who plays the barber, there was a miscommunication with his agent. And he thought he was showing up to the show just to be like a background extra. And uh, he said he showed up on set and they're like, all right, here's your trailer. We're, you know, you're we're going to be filmed. We'll call you when we're ready for you. And then he realized that he was like a main character in that episode and he hadn't seen the script yet. And that he sat there in his trailer, like not wanting to be unprofessional. So he said that he just like sat there and tried to memorize the entire script as quickly as he could. And like between takes, he was just like furiously trying to read and memorize the script. Oh my God. That's so stressful. Ah, uh, I would, I would freak out. I would freak out. Gavin would leave. <laughs> Gavin, you would be like, okay, no, never mind. <laughs> this, uh, this, yeah, screw and, this production. I'm not yeah. doing this. And he would play the chatty barber. So it's like he had a ton of lines. Oh it's not like he could God. just like try to quickly get away with it. It's like he was I've, a, I've like, had the those focus nightmares. of that episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Nightmares where you, you like, it's like, it's the didn't do my homework, but it's the I didn't do, I didn't memorize my lines for uh, a shoot the next day. And I just it I, I'd rather I'd rather fall on a bed of axes than do yeah. that. I don't well, you remember. Some of you guys were in uh, Ten Little Roosters, right? I know Gavin was. Gus, were you in Ten Little? Yeah, yeah, I you were in Ten. Yeah, yeah. Um, that production was interesting because it kind of got rushed through to the point where we were receiving scripts the day of for the episode we were recording that day. And I remember <laughs> for one of the last episodes. Josh gave me the script and I had like a page and a half monologue. And I was like, <laughs> how on earth am I supposed to memorize this and perform this? It was a nightmare. That's something right. they talk about on the behind the scenes of the Lord of the Rings was because they were doing script fixes so late in the game and yeah. shooting that so quickly. They were getting uh, sides for each day um, like yeah. in it, their hotel room the morning of. It's shockingly common for that to be happening on like a-list movies like huge blockbusters like i think all of boromir's speech like when they're forming the fellowship he had a script on his lap because <laughs> because they yeah. just written it and changed it that morning he's just and he's just just looks really emotional lines. like oh. yeah but can you yeah. imagine like doing that to doing that to someone like sean bean who's like legendary actor and be like all right a couple of pages uh action I don't know if you remember when we did the uh, the Gavin clone short. It was a similar thing where 
we didn't have a script until we were ready to start shooting. So I was taping my script to the wall. So it's like I would be my eyeline was Gavin, but just to the left of Gavin's head was a script taped to the wall. So it's like I would so be you, looking. You were SNLing like is what you were doing. Yeah, but it's like I could read it right there if I couldn't yeah. remember oh, the lines. That we've done that for so many different shorts of just like taping it like if you have like a binder, just like taping it inside, or yeah, if someone's your eyeline, just taping it like right by the camera or something like that. That is very common. And appreciate it as an actor. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get the best uh, the best out of someone. <laughs> yeah, that's like what the sad thing is is when when you're watching a movie and like you got this action star, they're kicking all this ass and stuff, punch people in the face. They're probably they probably just got a script like last night and they're really tired because they woke up at five a.m. Like anytime <laughs> you see someone on screen, they're knackered. Probably, most likely. Um... Mm -hmm. This isn't, you said an action movie, but my brain went to hear uh, uh, Jim Carrey for, I'm talking about The Grinch again. I don't mean to talk about The Grinch again. It's not, it's not my only obsession. Um, but he had five, five to six hours of makeup every morning before shooting. Same with like uh, uh, Rebecca Romaine and uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence Mystique. for Mystique. Yeah. Um, like, like they'd get up at four or five and in the chair by that so that they could start shooting with the, the crew by like, you know, t nine or 10, that kind of thing for a full day of shooting. Mm -hmm. Talk about falling about asleep in the chair. Falling asleep in the chair had to happen for them. Yeah. When we did yeah. the Cyclops, the episode of Red versus Blue a couple scenes ago where I had to be a Cyclops, it took, I think, three hours to put all of that on. Uh, yeah, I think it took three hours to put all of that on. We shot for eight hours and then it took an hour and a half to take it off. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like a fucking, and that was you know that's only three hours so you talk about like mystique where it's like five or six hours like like <laughs> that day i was i was fucking done yeah Lindsay and i had to do uh for atenio comic comic got um oh yeah makeup skeksis. done to be uh, skeksis from uh dark crystal, God, dark crystal. I, yeah dark crystal i don't know why i'm blanking on it it's it's the morning that's my excuse yeah scary muppets uh, and we had to do rock paper scissors at the start of it because there was just one makeup artist that we had and the process was about three hours. Oh. So it's essentially like, who's going to go first and have to sit in this like full prosthetic makeup costume thing for three for hours. an extra three hours? I lost, of course. Did <laughs> so you post I got that on social? First. I feel like I saw that somewhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, I posted on social. But there's a whole video about it that is yeah. on our, our channel as well. It was actually really fun. But my God, I think I probably <clears throat> sweat like. 20 pounds off my body that entire day because it was also san diego so it was hot out we were in the comic-con convention center it was just woof there was mess. really there were some really cool behind the scenes footage that came out that i had not seen prior on how they created the in-person version of hagrid in harry potter for the practical shots of when he's next to a regular human and it was a full suit that a already large gentleman was then put into and 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 ke and kept on with like a, a head and everything on it but for that one because he was in it so much they act and because it was they had enough time or i don't know i don't i can't remember the details they actually had a cooling system in there for him so he just wouldn't die inside wow. of the haggard costume which i'm yeah, sure is probably they, common in a lot of those because the skeksis for the dark crystal second movie were full bodysuits of people in there doing puppetry of their heads and everything so they were in full things like that so you, you have to have i would ventilation so. or cooling yeah. system or you're gonna just drop people yeah i think all of the uh dwarfs in the hobbit had that where they like between takes would just get plugged into like a cold water system that would pump liquid mm. through the through their suit like between the layers so it would like 
cool them down but yeah yeah like, because like the especially like the large dwarf he himself was in a full like he was he was a big guy but they made him even mm. more rotund with giant layers of stuff and you'll just did, overheat your actors did you finish watching the hobbit movies gavin i know you were watching them recently i did i got all the way through did did you see what i meant by like the second movie just ends in the middle of a fight <laughs> i like, honestly didn't have a problem with it because i was it, like I mean, that's a cliffhanger, but when... Spoiler, but imagine when, imagine when having Smaug, to wait a year for the next part. <laughs> yeah, when Smaug dies like six seconds into the next movie, I was like, oh, well, surely you could have ended it there, because that was <laughs> at least like a, like a satisfying payoff. They, they kind of make that whole dragon bit just seem like a, the, the intro, like in a Bond movie, there's like right. the faff story before you get to the main one. All of that happens before the title comes up on the on screen. And I was like, <laughs> they could have taken everything before the title on screen in the third movie and put it at the end of the second movie. Like, yeah, I, the end of I'm the sure second movie is like, for doing it. is like, if you're in a boss fight in a video game and you go from like phase one to phase two, it's like if they ended the movie as you switch from phase one to phase two, it's like you go from one just for like one part of the fight to another one and then it's immediately over like he's literally like eviscerating the town and you see it from the dwarf perspective it's like what have we done credits (laughs) 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 also Um, they i didn't realize because i actually visited the set of the hobbit and i saw a scene being filmed with martin freeman gandalf uh billy Connolly. i realized billy Connolly isn't in that film He's like the the dwarf that comes in towards the end. He has the whole army. He's like the cousin oh, of yeah. Thorin. Mm, yeah. He's entirely CG. At no point is Billy Connolly actually filmed on screen. And I was very confused by it. Oh, because I guess all he but, has is like the battle sequences, right? He's riding that, what is it? Whatever that is, he's riding a ram yeah. or something. And then he's fighting. I wonder if it was like, I wonder if it was health issues because I know he does have, I think he has Parkinson's or something. But he was there and he was doing his scenes and he was doing them fine. I don't know. It was, I, I was very confused. I was like, is that Billy Connolly or are they CGing his entire body and face? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one hell of a FX budget for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, Billy, that Billy movie's Connelly's entirely a... like fake. Oh, well, no, fake. It's like, it's entirely like computer generated. Well, did you notice entirely. that though? When you, do, do you know who Billy Connolly is? Yeah. Like famous Scottish comedian. Mm-hmm. He peaked at uh, Mother Treasure Island, in my opinion. <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most John thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Everybody that, peaked. Gotta... Everybody peaks in their career when they get to work with Muppets. That's in my. That's what how it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Michael Tim Curry Kane. peaked at Mother Treasure Island. Uh, Michael Caine, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. Yep. Does that mean Elise Willems has peaked? Since she has a affinity for Muppets and has, I guess, no. worked with her own when, version of Muppets. When she gets to work with Muppets, she will pee. Real Muppets. Yes. Mm-hmm. When she gets to, you know, like, if she gets to do something alongside Kermit or Elmo or somebody like that, then. I don't I think works. Elise is just going to keep going up and up and up for her entire life. Like, I don't she, think she's ever going to peak. Until she's she becomes al- She's a always Muppet. peaking. <laughs> <laughs> Immortalized. Mm-hmm. Then, then, you, then you are forever. <laughs> this episode of the Received Podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. 
When you're ready to build your own website, it's easy with Squarespace. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build a beautiful online presence and run a business. Squarespace has a bunch of really cool features. With Squarespace, you can create a beautiful website to showcase your work, publish content from YouTube and Vimeo, and sell products and services. They even offer email campaigns, analytics, search engine optimization tools to help optimize the searchability of your site. It's great for artists, photographers, designers, cooks, performers, trainers, even weddings. All kinds of people use Squarespace. You name it, they use Squarespace. Uh, they give you the ability to customize the look and feel, settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. See how your visits, unique visitors, and page views trend over time. You gain insight into the top traffic sources, products, device types, browsers, and operating systems by visit. Trust me, creating a website on your own is rough. It's a huge pain. Make a big splash online without any of the hassle. Just head on over to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth. Save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain using code roosterteeth. Head over, let them know we sent you and make your own website with Squarespace. Um, I saw that yesterday the city of Austin opened up like pre-registration for COVID vaccines. Should we mention that we're recording this on the 13th of yes. January, just for context? Good. In good case idea. anything crazy happens in the next couple of days before Monday, I just want to make that clear. If good people are like, why aren't they talking about this? It's it's Wednesday. Uh, okay. But they they opened up uh, pre-registration for COVID vaccines. And uh, like I went through the, I knew, I know I'm not going to get it for a long time, but I went through the process anyway, just to get on the list, right? I'll hopefully Same. get maybe sometime this summer. But uh, to me, it felt like I was trying to pre-order a PlayStation 5. It's like, well, here I go signing up for something. I know I'm not going to get it for a long time, but I'm going to put my name on the list and eventually I may get this thing. <laughs> I mean, you'll get it before us, I assume, right? Like, is it, I'm not that does old. It get to, <laughs> but, does it, I, but does it get to a point where they just go like down in age? I, like they I start it, like people 40 and up and then 30 and up and you know et i think it, the only difference is 65 and up and then everyone else i think gotcha. i don't know i was i've been listening to some of the uh the news reporting on how different states are handling it and it's coming down to a state-by-state -state basis it seems because there are cdc guidelines but they're not legal requirements and so while they're emphasizing the following of those guidelines as much as possible some other states depending on like the population density of certain groups they're just opening it up to other groups as well there's also not a ton it turns out not a ton of like policing being done to yeah. Uh, if someone sneaks in with someone else, like there's, there's, uh, people have like admitted they're like, yeah, my, my husband, who's like 65, he got signed up and I'm, I'm 58, but I just went ahead and got mine as well. And so like people are doing that. Um, and so it's because it's going so slow, it's turning very much into just get vaccines out. Like, yeah. don't worry a ton on who gets them. Just get them. Well, they have to I would rather they be used. I would rather they be used than wasted. Like, well, yeah, I, Sorry, I was I was talking to my family about this recently and they're like they're keeping track of what's going on around the world with a vaccine. And apparently in some places like the US where they're like, OK, we have this amount of vaccines and these people are on the, the list to get them. So like they give them the, the vaccine and then if they have leftovers, they just go to waste, essentially. Mm -hmm. But yeah. uh, they were saying that in Israel, they've been really good about like, okay, we vaccinated everyone who who needs it, like the priority. And if we have leftover, they literally will go on to the street and say like, hey, do you want a COVID vaccine? Like they, there was a guy walking <laughs> wow. by who was delivering pizzas and they're like, here, cut. they like forced him inside. They're like, you're getting the COVID vaccine. He's like, I've already Cause we just six. need to give them. Stop it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and you just uh, saw walking by this hospital. <laughs> 
Cuomo from uh, New York, he originally was, I think, f- with good intentions, adamantly expressing that they are going to follow those CDC guidelines to like the nth degree. And like even if people were giving out vaccines to the wrong people, they would seek, you know, uh, legal response to that, to people like this. So they're scaring people from giving it to extra people. But then as, you know, America, as we do, we fucked up the rollout of this vaccine a lot of that has been laxed and, and it's turned more into like, just give people the vaccine, just get it out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. I mean, I think the the more people that get it, the better. I mean, I hope well, I get so it like, eventually. <laughs> when you give it to, so, like, let's say, I know obviously there's a, a priority list, of course, um, that they have rolling out, but if they have excess, just find someone to give it to you because then that's one less person to administer the vaccine to later, later on. Yeah. It, there's there's some coordination you have to do because it's a it's a two parter, so you have yeah. to sure. make sure that happens. What happens if okay. you get part one and then are for some reason unable to get part two? Do you have to I get think, one again? I think what I read was that as long as you get it within, it's either six months or a year. Like there's a long period with which you can wait before you get the second uh, the second dose. But even after you get the first dose, I think the first dose is I'm going off the top of my head, 52% effective. Like it gives you 52% yeah. uh, immunity. Efficacy, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's still, it's better than nothing, and you still have a long time to get the second dose. Yeah, it's like a it's like a booster essentially is what the second one is to like increase the efficacy back up to that 95% efficacy. The can you make Moderna match- one. The, no, I don't think so. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, a little bit of Moderna, a little bit of Pfizer, a little yeah. bit of uh... the Moderna one two, has a different effort. Yeah, if you get two fifty-two percent, then you're one hundred and four percent. Yeah, yeah. Ma- that's how math works. You actually yeah. start repelling it out of other people's bodies at that point. <laughs> right. You just look at you make eye contact with them, and then they lose their COVID. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a perk them. in a video game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's bonus HP. Uh, cure oh, wounds. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> I cast. Oh, I didn't do my long rest. I don't have any spell slots left. Nerd. Uh, a little bit insider baseball there for you. Uh, um, I don't know if anybody's been, but I, I saw something kind of disturbing the other day. The um, the college football championship. You know, they're still playing college football despite everything that's going on. Happened on Monday, I believe it was, and uh, Alabama won. And after they uh, won the college football championship, there were videos of people just like flooding out into the streets and celebrating. And it looks like a nightmare I would have these days where it's just (laughs) tons of people in close proximity with no masks. I was like, we're so close to the end, guys. (laughs) Just stay inside (laughs) a little longer. Oh, yeah. We're almost there. Well, we also... We had the that new strain is making its way to the states and it's like been found in like half a dozen states now. The the UK yeah. variant yeah. that has a fifty percent more efficiency of like a transmission. Mm-hmm. The 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 England yeah. virus. England virus. <laughs> it's, it's the UK variant. It's it's a valid way to but describe I, it. I think that they they were saying that they're they're pretty certain that the vaccine is still effective against that variant as yeah, well. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we don't have to worry yeah. about that. And the fact that- it could spread even more is like, how much more could this thing spread? Like, my God, it's already so insanely contagious. Yeah, and what I read was crazy. that even if there are future variants that the vaccine is not effective against, that it's a quick process to fine tune it for any uh, uh, future variants that might not be. Just covered. give it a tweak, little tweak, mm-hmm. little uh, little software update. You just got to reboot. 
Yep. It's kind of it's kind of interesting learning about why that variant is more uh contagious. It's specifically, you know, we've all been seeing that that model of COVID. It's yeah. the the little ball with the little spikies on it that they're actually spikes is what they're called. It's those mm-hmm. proteins that are on the outside of the ball. Those are what the virus uses to grab onto us and give us the no-nos. And so that version of it just has more of those spikes. So it's just like are- are you serious? Because you said you found out the reason why it was more contagious, and I was going to joke that it had more sharper spikes. <laughs> like that's like that's like the, the thing, the place my brain automatically goes to. But that's I actually the reason. I don't really understand it though, because surely if it is that small anyway, you know, microscopic, and it has no spikes, does that mean if you inhale it, it just slides around and you blow it out again? Like, what, how does that work? <laughs> well, I mean, that's how that's how any virus works. Is that you we ingest a lot of things that we don't need in our body but it's only the things that actually grab hold and and then also are able to essentially multiply that cause problems and so yeah it's just i guess if it didn't have, like because uh, uh, some viruses actually get less uh their their mutations actually make them less effective but in some cases mutations make them more effective why the uk variant is good so yeah there are some versions of COVID i would assume that have less spikes that just like they're the uh, the slower uh, members of the uh, the class. Slippery. It's like <laughs> evolution in general, how, right? Yeah. I guess that's how like asbestos is damaging, right? And like fiberglass and stuff is that you are just inhaling spikes and they just get stuck. Yeah. I I saw the most horrific warning sign the other day. It was posted on Reddit, and uh, it looks like a graphic from Dead Space. The the way it's like it's so disturbing. But I guess it's a, um, I'm going to, I need to look it up. I need to find it again. But I believe it was a warning sign that they put near welding machines that warn you against inhaling molten metal. And it just looks like someone's lungs disintegrating and coming out of their mouth. Uh, (laughs) I can't be the only person who, when they saw like those, that kind of footage when they were a kid, like on Sesame Street or something like that, of how molten stuff like that was made, that you saw like the molten metal and you thought that looks tasty. Like, I'd like to bite that if I could. <laughs> I never right? thought that. Never thought Mm-mm. that. I don't want to eat anything that glows. I know you shouldn't, but as a kid and you see that. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. His, his jaws come off. That's like something yeah. from Dread. That's like a slow frame image from Dread of someone getting killed. When I saw that posted online, I thought, why did they post this? It just looks it's it's from a video game, surely. And oh then uh, in the comments, God. it was like, oh, no, that's a real warning sign. I like the the idea of the artist making that. It's like, right, we need to show like the shit flying out, the lungs getting destroyed. Should we put some splatter behind his head as well? Like it came out backwards too? Yeah, get that on there. That's great. <laughs> Look at that image. Jeez. Look at it. It's coming out the back of his head as well. It's so bad. <laughs> oh my uh, God. Yeah, I, like, if There's... I saw that warning sign, like I would just leave the room. Like I would be like, I don't, whatever is in, I don't want to do <laughs> I don't the wrong thing around this. don't want to be anywhere near that. Yeah. Right. Something that could do that to me? Nah, I'm good. I'm leaving. I, I always thought, to be honest, when, you know, the, um, the warning icon for corrosiveness and it's just like someone's arm with like a divot mm. missing. I always yeah. thought that was quite satisfying. I was like, oh, that, lo- <laughs> that looks like <laughs> super like, oh, it's so neat. <laughs> Obviously, it wouldn't look like that with acid on your arm, but no, I always loved that drawing. Have any of you guys ever been scuba diving or taken scuba diving lessons? Mm-mm. Yeah. One of the first things they tell you is like, if you get deep enough, don't hold your breath because your lungs could explode. Which, yeah, like, as a, the, uh... bless you. 
because of the the pressure and all that stuff and i remember when like we went underwater i was so hyper focused on like mm. in out in yeah, I think it's <laughs> like, as you so uh as you go down the air is compressed but then as you come up it expands so if you yeah. breathe in low and or if you yeah if you breathe in low and keep it and rise it expands beyond the capacity of your lungs right yeah i was it's like watching a no uh like i said the other week i've been re-watching early seasons of the amazing race and there was an episode i saw the other day from season six where one of the challenges was they had to put on one of those old-timey dive suits you know with like the metal helmet and like the hose that comes in and hooks into it yeah. and they're they're explaining to the people putting it on it's like once you know once you're ready to descend with your head you have to hit a valve inside the helmet and that expels the excess pressure from inside your suit that way you can go down but they put the suit on one guy and his head he can't hit the valve so he's just like floating face down on the water in a fully inflated <laughs> suit he's like i can't hit the valve i can't hit the valve like, it hurts oh and they like have to dive into the water and go retrieve him and like release the pressure from the suit this is so scary Christ. i'm not sure i'm not sure i would scuba dive again i found it super high stress <laughs> Well, what I was only, was it was it, it the danger of like the oxygen like problems that could happen or was it just the actual general scare of the ocean i think it's because learning to do it in the pool it was very controlled environment and the pool is only so deep i did that one time and then i was like 45 feet down surrounded by sharks the next time i did it i was like oh my god this is quite... oh that was for the immersion right yeah this this it was like you know, five out of ten to nine without doing anything in between. It was scary. But it was an experience. I wouldn't undo it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, getting insane warnings during stuff like that it reminds me of I hurt my knee uh, pretty badly one time uh, a few years back, uh, rock climbing, a couple years back, rock climbing and uh, bouldering. And so I was trying to do everything I could to expedite uh, healing process. So I was, I was trying out a few things and I, I wanted to go try out uh, cryotherapy and they had actually a cryotherapy uh, uh, essentially truck outside of my bouldering complex and so i went to try it out just a one-off and so to do it the if you want to do a full body cryotherapy session you then are put into this giant you know standing tube that goes up to about your neck and then it basically is going to immerse you in that cryo cold you know uh, air <laughs> so for a certain metal. amount of time uh <laughs> you have to what'd you say i said it's so metal I don't, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think Gus just happened to cough at the same I'm dying. time. <laughs> because of <laughs> how the, the how cold it is, you have to take all your clothes off because you'll freeze your clothes, and it also needs to get to your body as best as possible. Like so you're down your to your like, huh? Even your little todger was out. Um, you could they they you, they you could they said you could keep underwear on, but they wanted oh, okay. as much of your skin exposed. So I had underwear on, um, and but then they also I think that I also might have had little booties on because my feet weren't immersed as well. I can't remember. But they also when they get you in, they're like, okay, when you're in there, it's gonna be doing this for about I think it's like two minutes, three minutes. It might have been somewhere around there. They said you, but if you stand still it could freeze and burn you. So the entire time you have to make sure you're moving a little bit in a circle. Oh, shit. So a as I'm standing that thing, I'm and, and it's it's got my arms on my side because it's just the size of your body. I'm mm -hmm. just doing this the entire time, just trying yeah. not to get burned. As <laughs> scared that I'm going to like burn off a very important part of my body. I don't know. Is there like an emergency yeah. stop button in there if your skin freezes solid? There I might have been, I don't a... remember. They should have a turntable or something. 
Like a little, like a little microwave lazy Susan kind of thing. <laughs> just kind of spins yeah. you around. <laughs> <Boo>. <laughs> they should have that for spray tan booths because you so got to Like I've, I've done spray tanning, I think twice in my entire life. And you got to remember like the various positions you got to go in and like, you can't hear it over the speaker or anything that's happening. So you're like, okay, this position. All right, then it beeps. You go to was it this position? Do I turn her? Fuck! And it's that scene from Friends yeah. where Ross gets sprayed in the front like three times. He gets you look like tears. a you look like a cat car from Final Fantasy when you do that. Looks like the the yeah. the pose that they're always in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the Rusty Podcast is brought to you by Purple. Throw some bedding on a bunch of different matches, and sure, they all look alike. Same goes for pillows, but you peel away the layers and look what's inside, and you'll see they are not all created equal. And that's what makes every purple pillow and mattress unlike anything you've ever slept on. The Purple Grid sets a purple mattress apart from every other mattress. It's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. It's got over 1,800 open-air chambers designed to neutralize body heat. Purple provides a cooling effect other mattresses couldn't even dream to replicate. And this cutting-edge technology doesn't stop with the mattress. Every purple pillow is engineered with the grid for total head and neck support and absolute airflow, so you're always on the cool side of the pillow. We all like that. Uh, Purple's proprietary technology has been innovating comfort for over 15 years. Uh, I love my pillow. I use it. It's super soft and firm at the same time. I don't even know how to put it. The grid, you can really feel the grid working. Uh, it's the most comfortable pillow I've ever used. I cannot, uh, cannot recommend the Purple products enough. And you can even try Purple product risk-free with free shipping and returns. Purple has financing available as low as 0% APR for qualified customers. Experience the Purple Grid. You'll sleep like never before. Go to purple.com slash rooster10, that's rooster10, and use promo code rooster10 for a limited time. You'll get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash rooster10, promo code rooster10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Terms apply. I'm, um, uh, no, yeah, I think he doesn't have to, probably doesn't have to worry about his Todger Gavin because uh, it's so cold it becomes an innie, I would assume, and uh, <laughs> it just it just goes away and hides for a little bit. I'm getting informed that the target of very heavily pursuing a cold mailbox. Oh, I I saw a headline about that, but I didn't want to read about it because I knew it was so stupid. It's not stupid, Gus. Why don't you read about it? What, what what's the deal? Um, I just hate the fact that Gavin was right. I hate it so much. No, it might fail. <laughs> no, but the fact idea. that they're even considering it, what the fact is... that like a big company is even thinking about it means there's like. But they make stupid companies make stupid ideas all the time, though. This yeah, just happens Gavin to be right. one of them. I don't see on any level how this could be a bad idea. I just don't. It's tremendous. And now it's real. I'm going to get one. <laughs> The most annoying part is people keep sending it to me. A cold mailbox? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, look, Gavin was right. It's Walmart. I'm looking at the article. Oh, Walmart, Walmart will test grocery deliveries to a smart cooler on customers' doorsteps. Oh, how's it smart? Like it only comes on? Like it only wastes uh, electricity when they deliver something? It, it has a graduate degree. It has a, a BA. I, <laughs> Just I kidding. Mind... I said they're smart. <laughs> Dang, burn. Uh... I wouldn't mind one specifically. I don't know why, Gavin, you're so keen on one, but I would like it specifically for when I get food deliveries of like with ice cream and I don't, and I might not be home. Because like if you have food deliveries that like you need to get it, stuff stay cold, like that's the only time I ever need it. But what other reason would you need No, Gavin? John, that's stupid, John. Why would anyone want that, John? The, the, it has three zones that can hold groceries at different temperatures, frozen, refrigerated, or room temperature. You want Ooh. food to stay cold when you're not home? 
Yeah. Just to <laughs> just gonna point to out that's not really as much of an issue now that everyone is working from home in this group. But I, so I, we're I, always I, home. I, there's still like been times where like it's just you have to. I have to like you know. I still have like times where I have to go drop off my kids and do swaps with them because I do that. And there's still errands that I have to go run on occasion. Even even if it's just like. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be here in a stream for hours, and I'm not gonna be able to go out and get my my you know groceries, put them away immediately. Like I wouldn't mind if like my ice cream didn't melt. I hate this thing. I'm looking at it right now. I fucking hate it. If I see any, I'm gonna smash them. You don't go anywhere. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm not gonna see it. What do you hate about it? I just hate that it exists. <laughs> because it, 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 Gavin predicted it, or just in general? Because. Well, I hated it to begin with, but the fact that Gavin predicted it doesn't help it, it at all. It gets worse. So it, I'll it tell you why it's, it's smart. It's secure contactless delivery. So I guess uh, it's locked. They have to unlock it and you can unlock it with an app. It's temperature controlled and you can configure like the different size of the storage, like how much you want frozen and how much you want not frozen. And it disinfects deliveries. It's got UVC light technology, which disinfects the box by destroying pathogens, bacteria, mold, and mildew. Is it gust proof though? Like, will it repel against you going around smashing the wall do you we'll think? find out if it's baseball bat proof or not <laughs> i'm not going to destroy anyone's property i'm exaggerating a little bit here guys you, you just, break just my... get the fuck face get the fuck face bat smash a bunch of mailboxes <laughs> i didn't show up in time to order one. Oh, i've got mine oh you sorry i didn't I, I, I didn't say it the right way the beep face i don't have a fancy wait do it again Fuck face. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. Look at my little bat. Look how okay, cute. Oh, it's so little. It's so cool. It has my. It has G on the bottom. Ooh. Oh, for Jeff. Do all of them have G? What? No, they're numbered usually, but uh, Jeff put a G on mine because it's the beginning of my name. Oh. It's or he put has, the beginning of his mine name. Has I can... the letter E. So he yours has the letter E. Yeah. Is yours? Is yours this small, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay, this. good. Just checking. Did you? Oh, see, this is the problem that's been happening with Fuckface. <laughs> the show's with, been really good, and you it's mean been really face? fun. The, the paranoia that it has bred between Gavin, uh, Jeff, and Andrew has been incredible, and now it's bleeding to me, and it is, uh -oh. it's stuff like that. It's minor stuff like that, where Gavin shows off his bat, and then he goes, did everyone get this size bat or did this is a prank on me? That is what the show has become. All of the relationships are breaking down, like from the original friendship of the three of us to like into the crew of Eric. Is that we, we all just can't deal with each other anymore. I feel like that's just been like, if you're friends with Jeff, that's been like your entire life. It's yeah. been 22 be... years. I feel like, like constant paranoia, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. It's been a long time. Uh, uh, just the other day, I passed the 23rd anniversary of when I moved to Austin. I've lived here a long fucking time. Wow. Damn, dude. I thought you were born in Austin. I was born in Austin, but my parents moved away. I only lived here for the first four years of my life, three or four years of my life, and then my parents are you, moved away. Are you counting those years, though? No. I'm, I'm saying I moved here 23 years ago. Consecutive, okay. yeah, I've moved. Yeah. Did, when you moved here, were you like... Uh, it's good to be back. <laughs> it, was, it was good to be anywhere but uh, the small town I grew up in. <laughs> Comparatively. Uh, I was, I, what was I going to say? 
I'm supposed to talk about I got I, uh, he brought oh. fuck face. I got Good a podcast. Thing. I got you a podcast. Do have a podcast. I got, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a podcast or I, Hey, one will be coming out soon. I I wanted to tell people about the real canon. It's, 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 uh, it's about the Grinch. It's a, it's all about the Grinch. I don't think we have a single episode dedicated to the Grinch yet. You should, you should do one. Uh, um, no, it's a, it's a collaborative, uh, podcast, uh, with, uh, this guy named Charles Pulliam Moore. Uh, we became mutuals on Twitter because, uh, I found him, uh, a few years back and he just has the most entertaining and interesting takes and perspectives on all uh, like nerd genre pop culture stuff. He's a writer for io9, so his job is to uh, write about and 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 conduct interviews and all that kind of stuff about that entire um, uh, genre. And so he's he's so just wildly interesting that I, we connected. And so we've made this podcast that is a uh, weekly uh, deep dive into that kind of culture where we're going to tackle a single kind of topic or or, or IP. Um, and uh, not only give a deep dive, uh, you know, talk about the where that you know piece of material came from, but also um, bring in a little bit of the conversation that happens in the communities because we we both believe that like part of what makes these characters and stuff that we love, like Marvel characters, Star Wars, DC, uh, Pokemon, Digimon, everything like that, is obviously the people that are like making the hard uh, concrete content for it that's like released to the media and everything like that. But then also a ton of it is is made valuable because of the you know the conversations that are had between the fans and and you know those kind of conversations you would have at like conventions and stuff mm-hmm. i mean like baby yoda is half you know favreau's you know baby and then half everyone else's baby that we've all made and build up and that kind of thing we must so, protect him we yeah. must protect baby yoda <laughs> baby yoda baby, so, baby yoda I it's, still don't uh, think we can show him. Don't show him. This is not the real. <laughs> now I'm out of focus. You can say he it's doesn't a, know where you are. It's baby. There it is. <laughs> baby fuckface. Um, so it's it's the real canon. Our first episode is premiering uh, January 22nd, and, and we're gonna go uh, all about WandaVision because that comes out on the 15th. Oh, I'm excited um, about that. Yeah. And uh, there's, I think everybody's excited about WandaVision and we're so excited to even tell people like more of where WandaVision and that that story is coming from because you, without even seeing the show yet, those people who like have uh, like read the comics and that kind of thing, we're seeing a lot of stuff that's really interesting that's got us super excited about the next phase of Marvel if they're going to take cues from this. Um, Charles has actually already seen the first three episodes because he got a press uh, release of him and he is crazy about the show already. Um, do so the, the real Grinch. canon. Do the Grinch. All right. <laughs> if we we're, we we are we have a certain amount of episodes that have been greenlit for like a for like our first round. If if we get past that, we can discuss the Grinch. But I you can't. Know what else you should green? have Gavin on. You, you know what Gavin else on. is greenlit, John Green? The Grinch. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Excellent. Uh, what does okay. it feel like to to be a person filled with so much wisdom, Gavin? <laughs> Like how how do you handle that? <laughs> That's how. So people should uh, should already subscribe, right? Can they look? They can already you look can for su- it on podcast aggregation yeah. services, uh, and that way they'll get the first episode as soon as it comes out. 
yeah first it's it's the trailers up so there's there's a rss feed so you can go on spotify and itunes there's also a twitter account and instagram account uh, uh real canon pod on any of those uh, platforms will um, you be putting and- trailers for this on the rss feeds of other podcasts I'm hoping I've, we've we've reached out to a lot of our other friends in the Rooster Teeth podcast family to to help get the word out and drop some uh, trailers or give a shout out, whichever they want to do. Um, I'm also going to be uh, talking about this on Off Topic and Film House, and so I, I really I'm, I'm excited about this, not because it's uh, just because it's my project, but I genuinely cannot wait to introduce people to Charles. Um, he is a He's insanely. Wonderful talented uh hilarious and uh uh he's got a beautiful uh radio voice and so you're gonna want to check him out i'm glad Gavin, you remember are we gonna be putting oh. sorry i don't mean to interrupt are we gonna be putting the uh the trailer for real canon on the uh fuckface rss feed i feel like this i feel like has that been decided uh eric <laughs> uh no it's been asked and i can't get a straight answer so, <laughs> this is this yeah. is this is smooth and not awkward i'm not i, mean, I, I don't feel terrible I mean, right now we have time right now if you want to just let me know you know a yes or a no if we can just get the camera on john while gavin decides yes or no that would be would i'm be fine either way i don't care i do not want to be a part of this i don't like mom and dad fighting i love we it did oh just it. do it shall just I do it, it eric shall i explain it or is that an actual uh face oh, bit oh no absolutely explain it just, uh, like, so- I, th- i've already told andrew <laughs> that he's playing a game of chess and everyone else is playing jacks and whatever outcome he's expecting <laughs> isn't happening basically in the uh face slack eric was like hey we're putting this on all the podcasts there's a trailer for john's new show uh you guys cool with putting it before you know in the face feed and jeff's like obviously yeah of course and uh i was like I'm gonna say no, and, you... and make and make Andrew the deciding vote <laughs> <laughs> because Andrew's obviously gonna say yes because he's like he's a nice guy, Andrew. Andrew but then where did Andrew go with it? Andrew comes in and goes, I feel like Gavin has fully done this because he knows I'm gonna vote yes, so I'm gonna vote no. <laughs> <laughs> so then we were like, oh shit! All right, and then we start getting other people to vote, like oh, no. Eric. I think Eric did a yes. And now I think we've got so many people to vote. I think at some point it was 3-3 because everyone wants it. Everyone actually wants it to be in, but it's funnier when someone votes no. So I think it's still undecided. what's What's the latest, Eric? The decision is I keep going into the Slack channel and going, hey, are, are we doing this? And Jeff goes, yes. And then Andrew goes, no. And then I don't know if we're doing it or not. I think at one point Andrew brought in his second Slack account to vote no again. Oh, when my it was God. Ready. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. But uh, I, I assume in summary, uh, yes, we should put it in. But it was it was a very funny conversation. It's a great thing. Didn't realize, didn't realize Andrew hated me so much. That's good, good content. He doesn't. He just he always does the face move which is to you know create problems for ourselves and do what's funnier but is actually less effective overall get um, a good bit out of it yeah it's the whole you, purpose right this episode of the Rusty podcast is brought to you by stamps.com one thing i've learned over the years is the internet is even more awesome than we thought you can get groceries online movies online doctor's visits online and of course go to the post office online with stamps.com stamps.com allows businesses to do all their mailing and shipping right from their computer no need to leave no need to leave their home or office or home office. With stamps.com, you get the services of the post office and UPS right on your computer. Plug 
plus big discounts on mailing and shipping rates. Stamps.com brings the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS right to your computer, wherever you are, and because they're a must-have for any business, uh, whether you're a small office sending out invoices, an online seller shipping out orders, or even a giant warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Uh, simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere in the you want to send. Once your mail's ready, just schedule a pickup and drop it off. It's that simple. With Stamps.com, you get $0.05 cents off every first-class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail and 62% off U.S. ship UPS shipping rates. Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. It's no wonder over 900,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. So make 2021 the year you stop wasting time going to the post office and go to Stamps.com instead. There's no risk. And with our promo code ROOSTER, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com. Click the microphone on the top of the homepage and type in rooster. That's stamps.com, promo code rooster. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. Do you know Andrew well, uh, John? Do you do you ever talk to him? We, we actually connected uh, a little bit before the holidays uh, DMs to, because I, I want to play video games with him. Uh, I, I, I find uh, hilarious watching his Twitch streams on the rare occasions he does it. And I kind of got into Warzone recently and I was like, Andrew likes playing Warzone. Like I love to play with it. We had set up a date, something happened in uh, IRL life and he had to go take care of. And so we just haven't reconnected again. Um, but up until now, I thought he liked me. <laughs> he, you know, he ditched you first he ditched you for warzone and now he doesn't want to put your trailer on uh, his heart yeah, yeah. what if i I'm think right. he likes you just fine but i think he hates the rest of the fuckface crew and cast more so than that he likes you sorry my bad. look at the kitty i'm glad you came on the podcast john and that you remember to plug the thing uh so often I'll have I'll ask people to be on the podcast because I want them to promote something they have coming up, and then they just forget the whole episode. Like it never comes up. I'm like, you got to talk about the thing. You're here for a reason to talk about your thing. And like, I, oh yeah, I, I, guess I, I even forgot. I even made up a whole bit of like a game I wanted you guys to play, but we, I don't. I think we've like probably run out of time to play the game. I don't know. It was. Are you it was saying gonna be you, you only want John on this episode so he can talk about real canon? Well, I mean that was the motivation behind getting him on this episode. I'm aware uh, of this. I asked. Yeah, yeah, and I I never ask for this kind of stuff. I am like, I I hate asking people for favors or to do anything for me. Like even ask people to play like Among Us with me. Anytime if if anybody's ever gotten an invite for me for Among Us or anything, know that it I I have died a little bit every single time I've sent a message <laughs> asking you. But it's so fun. I feel like I'm inconveniencing anybody even to ask them to like spend time with me. As, so, as someone who has been asked by you to play Among Us, I every time it happens, I go. Oh, yay! I'm being yeah. invited to do something by someone! Yay! That's so sweet and so nice, but it doesn't mean anything to me because I assume just part of my psyche assumes that people don't want to hang out with me and don't want to participate in social interactions mm. with me. And so that's something I still got to, you know, tackle <laughs> and break down. That's my own problem. But just know that if I send you that, I'm like, I don't know why I'm bothering them. I don't know why I'm doing this. Why am I doing this? We we did an Among Us stream with Proximity Chat yesterday. That was my first time playing with Proximity Chat. That was a lot of fun. Is it way better that way? Is it more fun? It's so different. Yeah, it's, it's it's different. I would I say it's more fun, especially from an audience perspective, because people are talking the whole time instead of it just yeah. being like silent until the but, meeting. But then you end up with people who make strange conclusions. Like at one point we were playing, <laughs> and Chris like Chris found a dead body, and he said, "I found the dead body." 
I heard so-and-so's voice nearby, so I think they killed him. Like, rather than thinking the killer was quiet, he thought just because he heard someone walking by that they must have performed, they must have killed him. So he's like, I think someone it was just, them. It's like, they were, like they were just walking killer, by. The killer just walking around going, stab, 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 yeah. I'm murdering you. But it's yeah. also Chris comes up with... Go he ahead. comes up with the craziest rationale as to mm -hmm. why people are the murderers every single game. Like there was one time where he was like, oh, I saw this person just like standing there and then all of a sudden lights went out. So like clearly they they did that. And I'm like, <laughs> you could sabotage while moving, first yeah. of all. Uh, the person was standing there because they were doing a task, perhaps. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, the uh, proximity chat, I find that way often if I'm a crewmate and I'm like very scared about like, you know, getting killed, I'm just running through the hallways of Among Us screaming so people know <laughs> where I am, like a Doppler effect of like, where's John you, on the map? You were screaming and you ran to me at one point. You were like, save me. Someone's chasing me. <laughs> I'm uh, scared. Chase me. But chase me. At one chase point, me, I, I was. I was doing a task and it was like one of those full screen tasks. So I couldn't see what was happening around me. Then I heard Fredo walk up and real quiet. He whispered like, hey, how's that task going? I was like, Fredo? <laughs> and then he killed me. <laughs> I was playing uh, Among Us with some other people last night. Um, so people were like live streaming while we were playing. And uh, there's guy base trade. He was doing this thing where he was running and he's like, hold on. I'm going to go uh, thank some subscribers for some subs. So like I hear him walk away. I'm the imposter in this round. He goes, "Oh guys, thank you so much for the five subscriptions." Like I really and I kill him mid thanks. <laughs> so like when that happens in proximity chat, that person just like gets cut off completely from voice <laughs> communication. So just the comedic timing of just like guys, thank you so much for five subscriptions. <laughs> Meg showed me a really funny clip from when she was playing with a bunch of people from RT. I, I think uh, she was with Trevor and Madness, who is someone we've started playing with. And they were like just hanging out together and uh they were talking like they lost madness at some point so meg was like all right trevor should we go and find madness or, like, i think she said should we go madness? get madness yeah, yeah get madness but right as as they were saying that jackie walked up heard let's get madness and you just hear jackie go oh my god and it like cuts off because they can't hear anymore but on her stream she's like it's trevor and meg it's trevor and meg they're gonna get madness <laughs> she's just yeah, running around the map on her own for like two straight minutes it was so funny <laughs> I had a, yeah, I that had was a really similar where uh, I was coming through. It was you. It was you and me, Gus. We were coming out of the decontamination unit on the map. We were coming down, and as we exited the the gate down there, Barb accidentally vented out in front of us, <laughs> and so I saw Barb vent, and I freaked out. I didn't know where the button was, but I just started running around the map screaming, "Barb vented! Barb vented!" <laughs> just screaming it, and so it, there's like it a five year old child running around the map screaming that. It wasn't me with you at that time. You reported it. was Matt Bragg. It. Yeah. Bragg. Uh, it was Bragg. The reason you remember me is because I was trying to cast doubt because I was the other imposter. I was like, wait, where is that vent? I don't know. Where? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I was trying to, like, draw, draw the conversation out and, like, change the topic a little bit. Yeah, like that was a, a round I, right? I accidentally vented when you guys were still in that decontamination hallway. And, like... Matt Bragg didn't see me somehow, but I like you did, and I don't. I was like, I was just coming into the doors. I don't know why. Like, how do you get yourself out of that situation? Yeah, I mean, you lucked out. Matt didn't see, so it's just crazy, John, who everyone didn't didn't believe the entire stream. Speaking, didn't Chris Damaris? He's like he's like you said. He comes to strange conclusions. He's also super unobservant in that game. At one point, Matt Bragg was murdered right next to him. And he walked by the body twice after that and didn't, like, he didn't see it. 
Yes, it was. He went to go fix lights, and he was next to Matt's body, and like the report button was up and everything like that, and he still just went, walked past the body, fixed the lights, and then came back and was like, "Oh, it's a body," and then he reported it. So man. So it's great. always funny when when Trevor's streaming that game, like that other night, the same game that Gavin referred to with him and Meg talking about madness. He was getting like super into it. And like I our rooms are like next to each other where we office and I was watching the stream. And because there's that slight delay, mm -hmm. I hear and feel what's going on in his room before it actually happens <laughs> on stream. So there was one point where he was getting so uh, like worked up about a situation where he like got up and started like walking around his room because he was just like <laughs> so aggravated. And I was just like, oh my God, what's happening? And I saw on stream that he was just getting pissed off and I was like, ah, earthquake. Oh, that's it was funny. really funny. That's I think a, we have some fun, game. Still a fun game. Uh, I think we have some proximity chat with Achievement Hunter today. Or we do. Yeah. For what their time? live stream. So that'll go well. Like right after one, this. One one thirty? The the proximity chat app is a little buggy. That's the one downside is sometimes it freaks out and you can hear one person all across the map no matter where they are. Or sometimes it like bugs out and you can't hear anyone. Like you constantly have to Alt tab to the app and refresh yeah. it to update. We'll be like it. on the oh, other side of the map. I remember when we could hear yeah. Gus on the other side of the map, like everything he was saying, like as though he was next. To what, what, and I'm glad you warned me because I was an imposter that time, and I thought about like muttering to myself about killing people. And if I had started doing that, then everyone would have heard it. Yeah, I definitely heard I, you I that mean, round. And I was just like, it, oh, it was, someone's got to refresh. <laughs> the the proximity chat app was just made by. A fan of the game who wanted to make something for it so it's very independently sourced so it's understandable if it's buggy but yeah i agree it'd be cool if it was a little more stable mm -hmm. i'm sure they'll they'll work it out. i'm sure like a future releases it'll it'll just get better and better i that somehow that game is it's the same every time but it's fun every time and i'm nowhere near getting well, sick of it and i don't know how that's possible it's the people right i mean it's like the every the experience like everyone you play with it's always like the maps are the same, the mechanics are the same, but it's always like the experiences of what everyone else brings to the table you have to deal with all the time. Very true. Very true. I just, I love that game. I can't, I, I can't I stop like playing it. I like it if there's not people taking it too seriously. Like some people yeah. have gone super far, like with some of the Chilled. people that have been streaming. <laughs> really? <laughs> Chilled keeps a notebook when he plays <laughs> Chilled Chaos. <laughs> but at least Chilled is like... You know, laid back in nature, you know, or yeah, like yeah. a... Yeah, he, he won't get, like, like, screaming constantly, be like, yeah, ah, it's like, okay, we, we're playing yeah. two different games here, so... Yeah, <laughs> it's it's always interesting, though, like, the I feel like the audience is split, especially with gameplay, and Gavin, I'm sure you notice this more than anyone here, of just, like, they either like it when people take it very seriously and play the game to the rules very seriously, taking it like, you know, this actually means something, and then there's the other half that's, like, they're taking it too seriously. Just have fun. Like, why do they care about the rules and blah, yeah. blah, blah? I, uh, yeah, this, you got to, like, somehow walk the line to kind of please both sides. To but, yeah. yeah, it's impossible I've, to play exactly how someone wants you to play at all times. I mm -hmm. actually experienced a good example of that this morning while I was cooking breakfast. I throw our content and Funhouse content, Achievement Hunter content, up while I'm, like, doing chores or cooking. And I was just listening in the background to your guys' lasso play. And I was in the episode, 
You and Alfredo were just killing each other over and over again whenever anybody Killing died. each other? He was killing me okay. over Fredo, and over. Fredo was killing you. And it was funny because there was two games happening. It was Fredo and you and then Michael and Jeremy. Michael and Jeremy were trying to actually clear the room and get past a bunch of knights and elites and everything like that. <laughs> Fredo was just waiting for someone to die so he could kill you every single round. And, 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 and punch you with his gun or like that. But and so that was there was there was like those two games happening, but then those two games had to have had to stop because you someone brought up that there's going to be a time where you're going to accidentally hit the button where you ban Fredo because it asks you yeah. every time someone kills you. After, so you, if after you, if, you kill someone on your team too many times, the boot menu comes up where it's like B to forgive, X to boot. Yeah, and there was going to come a point where you were going to accidentally boot Fredo, which would have been detrimental to like wherever you guys were in your lasso. It was like a very difficult level or something like that. Um, and so that would have like ruined the game for, and tons of like in like an hour or so of work already for a bunch of people. Yeah. So it would have been a bummer. That's just a, a game what? on a game. It's just a second game. <laughs> what actually happened though is I didn't realize until later is that if you've spent half the game killing your teammate like Freddy did, every time you die, by the environment, it still throws up the message for some reason. Really? So every time I was like at the end when I was like trying to outrun the level in the ghost, every time I blew up or fell off the map, I still got the option to boot Freddy. And one of the times it happened as I was trying to flip my ghost, like I'd rolled Ooh. my ghost and the level was about to kill me. So I pressed X to flip the ghost right as the boot menu came up. Wow. And it actually took me. Thankfully, there's an are you sure, like a secondary menu oh. where you have to then press <laughs> A. So it's actually really well designed where you're very unlikely to press X and A or X up on the D-pad and A in that in that formation. But I actually, I actually did hit X to boot accidentally on that map. So my, uh, my that, fears were... That was, at, that was at the end of that one because that, that level right was considered end. impossible for, for, for Lasso, right? Yeah, I mean, either they've patched it or people don't know what they're talking about, but it actually wasn't gotcha. very difficult. We spent most of that video. I haven't gotten to the end of it. Yeah, it was fine. It was Have fine. you guys played this game Rust? Uh, I played a little bit of it. I haven't played a ton of it. People keep talking about it, and I have no idea what it is. And... I've seen it on Steam for years, but I, I don't know. Really? I've never played it, and I don't know why everyone's playing it right now. I guess there's like, uh, it's just well, it's trending kind of like on with... streaming. Among Us, didn't that get released in 2018? Yeah, I think um, Rust is like now 2000, it's... like early 2000s. We're talking like Let's Minecraft. Old. Rust is Rust 2013. I think it's made by. I think it's made by Gary, Gary Newman, the guy who made Gary's mod. I think it's made by his company because mm. he tweeted. He tweeted the other day that on two separate days of the week, he made a million dollars on Steam, like oh, in sales. You can see the graph where it's like 600k, million, 700k, million. It's like, jeez, people are buying that game wow. right now. It's crazy. Wow, wow, wow. Nice. I, I'm just Good excited point. for the new Among Us map. I am What is that coming pumped. out? I th they said early 2021. That's so what they like, said about the COVID I would guess vaccine too. <laughs> and it's here, Gus. Look at that. <laughs> I, hope, I hope we get the, the Among Us map first. Gus, what do you think you'll get first? The new Among Us map or the vaccine? <laughs> uh, yeah, just, it all, all this still says early 2021. Oh, well. Yeah. I guess it's February, March. I wonder if oh, it'll come well, with hopefully. new tasks. It's got to come with new tasks because each map has specific tasks. Yeah. Yeah, it comes with new tasks. It also comes with like a new way to transport yourself from place to place. like A new vent. Or like, not a vent, but like a, like a like, platform that moves. Yeah. 
Oh. And it's also like multi-level, right? Like you can take stairs up oh, and down between two levels. Like, like the, uh, the so. decontamination units and how the doors and everything work like that. Mm -hmm. Like a, a, a transportation style. That's interesting. I like that. Oh, I can't wait to find a dead body on one of those. <laughs> Just yeah. traveling around. Yeah. Going back and forth. <laughs> Be funny if you're like waiting to get on it with someone else and you just see the platform come and it's carrying a dead body. It's like, what? I read, uh, I read, fun. I think, I, uh, cryptocurrencies back in the news again. It's been, it's had a bit, big run the past, uh, couple of months. And I read a story the other day about a guy who had Bitcoin on a hard drive from 10 years ago. And he had encrypted the hard drive with this, some software so that, if you put the wrong password in 10 times, it erases the hard drive. And he's got Bitcoin on there and he can't remember the password. And he's tried eight times unsuccessfully. So he has two attempts left. The amount of Bitcoin he has on that hard drive is worth $240 million. <laughs> he I has over 7,000, I, I think so 7,002 Bitcoin on that hard drive. And he's got Holy two chances shit. left to guess the password. So that's probably fluctuated by like hundreds of millions in the last two weeks, the value of that drive. It's, yeah, uh, he says that he'll stay up at night. Like he keeps him up trying to think about what the password could be. Oh, I feel God. like you're going to just take it to, uh, <laughs> take it to the FBI or something. Who's got, who's, who can crack that stuff better than anyone else? Probably just uh, a hacker, right? Probably, if, if it's even possible like there was specific software that he used for it I, I should look that software up um is he dealing with is it like a randomly generated password or is it a password that he has used in the past that he knows and he, he just doesn't know which he tried i don't think he knows <laughs> yeah he said i think he said like the first eight tries he, he's tried like variations of passwords that he commonly uses and stuff like that thinking it would be one of those yeah. the fucked up thing is what if he wasn't like very focused on it at first and he typoed it like what if he typoed the correct yeah. password Oh God, that's, yeah, you that's might, awful. You might as well just like offer it up, and whoever can hack it gets like half. I can't imagine being like, "Yeah, I'm worth like a quarter of a billion dollars if I guess the password right on this machine." <laughs> yeah, it's like Ready Player One to the extreme. Yeah, yeah. If, I, I mean, like I guess that. he could wait long enough, then maybe eventually there'll be like an exploit or a computer powerful enough to uh, crack the password, but. It's money that's it's like, sitting there right now. <laughs> God, I, I would never forgive myself if that was the case. If I just forgot a password that's keeping me from a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah, I feel nope. like it, it would be better to spend your life never even coming close to that than knowing that you actually have it. You just can't access it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's going to be a much worse feeling. Yeah. Oh, that's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's strange. Gavin, what kind of chair do you have? I know this is a random question, but... It looks uh, nice. This is a steel case. Is it steel case? Gesture, I think, of some sort. Uh, I've had it for like four or five years. I like it. I don't like gaming chairs, I'll be honest. I don't like the whole thing. And this is like, I like it because it's, you can sort of yeah, adjust everything real nice. And it's not just like the same logo printed or like a different logo printed on the same chair, like all gaming chairs seem to be. Yeah. Is that I what mean, you I have know, too, John? I know all the chairs can do this. I'm just like, it's. My, mine is like a, a $99 Staples chair, so I'm looking for oh. something to, would, to upgrade my, with. Mine's from Staples too. I bought, <laughs> I bought like one of the, I bought, I think the second cheapest chair at Staples, like the cheapest one. I was like, no, this is too uncomfortable. So I went like one step up from the cheapest chair at Staples. 
I also, speaking of purchases, Gus, I have a, a confession to make. After last week's podcast, um, I bought myself a pair of AirPods Max. <laughs> <laughs> did you? I did. I was like, you know what? I haven't spent any money on myself this entire year. I haven't like I didn't haven't gone shopping it's only been at all. Two weeks. I, I know, but I was just like, you know what? I could use a nice pair. I've been using these like literally like ear the free ones like, with the phone yeah for a long time and i'm like you know what i want to treat myself to a nice pair of headphones that i could use for a podcast and all this stuff since like i'm using my headphones all day every day so mm. fuck do, it what, yeah, do, I think it's a good same, do we have the same headphones steel uh, series arctic sevens i think i i know they're steel series and they have like the little uh thingy with the battery in yeah and for your quick I, I see i see that yours has a the light if you turn if you like turn on the where's the button for the microphone like there the mute yeah. yeah, where is it? See. Ah, shit! I just connected <laughs> oh. to my, f I connected to my phone. Damn it! <laughs> when uh, when are you? When are your? When are your headphones coming in, Barbara? How long does it take? It, it says, it says like March, but mm. what I'm, I'm what, what is the controversy of Barbara getting those? I don't understand well, anything. They're no very expensive. They're, yeah. I mean, I think like initially when they came out, all of us were just like, "Holy fuck!" Like those are expensive. Uh, and, and I didn't think like I would ever spend money like that and on anything, case. but. Suitcase looks like a bra. The Barbara, they're actually they're there's way more expensive headphones. Yeah, I know. I, I think it's just because like people associate expensive Apple things as being like too expensive just because they're Apple. Yeah. Like people are essentially willing to spend more money because of the branding and stuff like that. But like I, I watched some reviews. It's because they are. They are. I know. I recognize that. But I watched some reviews and I was just like, you know, these are nice. They look good. I, the reviews are great for them. Why the good fuck for not? when you when you fly again too. Yeah, yeah, for uh, planes. One day, I'm hoping I can. And I'm hoping makes I can them fly look so good. Here, I'm gonna wait until my bows <laughs> die before I consider mine. Anything so I like had that. some bows ones that I've had for a few years, and they started coming. They started falling apart, which is another reason that motivated me to get these. Like the the soft inner ear cushion part, had, the stitching on it has started coming undone. So it was like slowly unraveling. Yeah, uh, I had so I these razor ones some. before, mm, and there's a, a dial on it that adjusts the volume. And so I don't know if it if it broke or something, but like it has to be perfectly, like in a perfect spot on this little dial. Um, and if it's not, I only hear people in one ear or mm -hmm. not not at all. That mm -hmm. happened to a pair of headphones I have. I think that's a common uh, wiring issue with those kinds of um, setups. Not yeah, not the same headphones, but that same kind of setup. I also out. just like the idea of having a Bluetooth so I could be on a call and still hear people while I'm moving about. I go to the Razor... all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Do you see Razer put out that mask with RGB? I did see. Light? It's a proof of concept. But yeah, I did see. And oh, it's like it... clear in the front so you can uh, see people's mouths in case you need to read lips. And I think it can project your voice. It's, yeah, it's got it. a microphone and speakers. Mask tech. Yo, I'm not, I'm not going back for masks after this all goes back to normal at all. I'm st I like... No germs. I love no germs. It's great. Oh, yeah. I'm keeping I was mask. just thinking about this the other day. Like, because we're taking these precautions and wearing masks and not going out, like, I'm not getting, I haven't caught a cold or any other sickness all year. Allergies. That's all I get is allergies. Oh, just allergies. Yeah. But, like, damn, I that. didn't even think about that. How, like, people aren't getting the cold or, like, strep throat or, like. Do you remember uh, that one year at our South by Southwest party where everyone got sick? We're still down south at Ralph Oblanado. Something happened. That was the worst sore throat of my life. It was like, did oh. we have a super spreader event? For yeah, the flu or something. Twenty twelve <laughs> or twenty thirteen, and 
everyone, almost everyone, like 90% of everyone got sick and was like sick for a week after that. What a fucking nightmare. It was the, the party where randomly scumbag Steve showed up. That was, I think, 2013. That was 2013, maybe. Yeah. It was a strange yeah, time. Yeah, man. I remember um, parties. <laughs> hanging out, having bevs. I miss those. I miss those. Now All I'm right, good well, without those. <laughs> maybe... I, love, I love it. Well, we should probably uh, go ahead and, uh, and wrap this up. Uh, so thanks everyone for watching. Uh, we'll be back live again next week and, uh, we'll see you all then. Maybe we'll have a, we'll all have a party together. Uh, take care. A Bye. virtual party. Bye.